0: Good morning to you. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Richard Summerlin podcast. But as you can tell, we are not Richard Summerlin. I'm (laughs) Dylan Maverick. And this is Eric Thomas. Good morning. We're so happy to be with you this morning. We're glad that you're joining the show. If you're live with us now, do us a favor before we get kicked off too far. But go ahead and share the post hit the like button and be sure to tell someone about it will help us get the word out. And we're actually going to talk a lot about that this morning. So you can actually start before we even start talking about our subject today, you can start proclaiming this to other people and sharing it with them. So if you wouldn't mind, go ahead hit the like button and drop some comments. We're going to be, um, throughout this, what we'd like to be able to do is take some questions or even some comments and we see them scrolling here. So if you can comment or participate in that regard, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've got some scriptures we want to share with you this morning, um, Eric. You want to say anything before we kick off?
1: No, I'm excited to be here. This is great <laughs> and a great way to start the morning. And well, what a fill in we get to do this morning. I you know, know? It's, it's it's big shoes to fill. Though. It is a
0: big shoes to fill. <laughs> I was telling Eric, you know, uh, uh, Pastor Rich is out of town. You know, he's he's finally being able to vacation with his family. And, you know, I could talk to dozens of people, same with Eric, but knowing that our pastor's watching and he's, <laughs> it gets us nervous, so we want to make sure we're doing stuff the right way. Absolutely. But we hope this blesses you this morning and, and uh, helps you out more than anything. I think that's an important thing. So I think what I'd like to yeah. do is let's start off with prayer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's kick off with prayer and then uh, we'll start with some scriptures. So, awesome. um, Lord, we thank you for this morning. We lift you up. We magnify you, Lord, above anything awesome. else. Lord, it's not about us, it's not about, Lord, it's not even about your people, it's about you. And we just glorify you now, we lift you up and magnify you. We know, Lord, that you're a part of our lives and you help us and you lead us and you guide us, but we just wanna take a moment just to worship you for how good you are, for how wonderful you Thank are, you, how Lord. powerful you yes. are. You're such a great God, and we lift you up and magnify you this morning above anything else. And we just ask that, Father, now that Thank you'd help Lord. us, that you give us revelation, yes, that Lord. you'd lead us and guide us in everything that we do, instruct us. And as your word says, that the Holy Ghost is a, uh, is a comforter, but he's also a counselor to us, and that he's a teacher to us so that we ask the Holy Spirit that you'd help reveal things to us this morning, give us revelation, and help people uh, to be closer to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Where do you want to start off, Eric? Well, you know,
1: we've been talking a lot about just internally about the local church. It's something we like to discuss and, you know, talk about the importance of. It's what we do. We're in the church world. But, you know, talking about the local church, one of my favorite passages of Scripture is the parable where, Jesus talks about the great banquet or the great supper and you know, a lot of people might think that's related to different things but he's directly speaking to his church. That's good. Which is the New Testament modern day church. Yeah, cuz yeah. a lot
0: of people can confuse it think they're talking he's talking about heaven or some far yeah. off thing that's yep. you know we can sometimes uh, fantasize that about Christianity is sure. it's some far off thing that we'll never see, but yeah. this is pretty close to home.
1: Absolutely, and and it was as much relevant, or it's as much relevant today as it was for his audience that he was talking to at, at that time. 100%. And uh, I, I mean, we could skip through the whole thing if you read the the parable. He talks about excuses why people couldn't make it to the the feast, and uh, some of them are pretty comical. And I love how you can relate some of those. To today, just like almost in direct terms. You know, he talks about the. The one guy who um, had bought a piece of land and he had to go check it out, right. you know, Like, and he couldn't make it.
0: relate What What would that relate to today?
1: I mean, well, I I, <laughs> I said it kind of relates to like, well, I bought a new hunting piece of property. I got to go on the weekend. I can't be, here. <laughs> you know. And and we and we've it seems all, important, yeah, right? It seems or, important. Or the, the guy with the oxens, the team of oxens, and he's got to go test them out. I said that <laughs> that kind of looks like I bought a new contender with three Yamaha, you know, three hundreds on it. I got to go test that out this weekend. I won't make it's it. It's Gotta happen this yeah, weekend, it's, or it can. <laughs> Sunday, exactly. on Sunday so, morning
0: yeah it's the best time to go yeah. and,
1: my favorite one is the guy he said I, I have a wife so I, I just not gonna make it this this time <laughs> and uh and I don't know what's going on there I think he might still be on the honeymoon or something <laughs> but but anyways you go through all that and it's almost comical if you read some of them but when we get down to the bottom I believe at verse 23 is where Jesus is really talking to us and and talking to the local church and he said um he said, then the master said to the servant, go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. And there's three things that I pick up on there. First, he tells them to go. We've got to go. That's what we're talking about, being a witness. And then he tells them, compel. We've got to compel people. And it's our job to compel people. But to what? Just to get them in the house. Yeah. He says that his house should be filled. Yeah. And I think that's where we're at as the local church is... You know, there's a lot of things we do, and you say, well, it's about numbers, or it's not about numbers. Well, it's not about numbers, but Jesus is telling us his house should be filled, Yeah,
0: and it's for good reason. Yeah, and I've heard, you know, many people know. And one thing, if you heard uh, Brother Eric's message on Sunday, leave a comment. Let us know what you thought. Um, we had a lot of good feedback about that, and he was talking about that. And one thing we had brought up is, like like he had mentioned on Sunday, numbers is in the Old Testament. <laughs> But Jesus, in, if we bring it to the New Testament, Jesus was constantly talking about numbers and quantity of people. And, and Eric, you said something on Sunday that I thought was profound. And you said it's not about the, the person, but it's about the soul. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about how many people we get in or whatever it is, but it's how many souls we can get in. And it takes a person being in the church and being compelled to come into the church yes. that we can grab their soul. And even like like our, some of the greatest evangelists and soul winners of our time, you know, you got Ted Shuttlesworth, Rodney Howard Brown. They even talk about it's not about numbers, but it is about numbers. Sure, it's about getting people yeah. to the house. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny you mentioned evangelist there because it kind of kicks off the first part of this where it talks about the go. And I think so many people think, well, I'm not an evangelist. That's something that those people do, right? And and that's true. I don't believe everybody is necessarily an evangelist, but. We're absolutely called to be witnesses. Absolutely. In fact, we're not only called. If you're a Christian, you are a witness. Yeah. you absolutely, you know, I love the Acts 1, 8 scripture. We as Pentecostals all love to quote, <laughs> which is that, you know, you will have power when the Holy Spirit has come. But then continue reading. It says for what? To be witnesses.
0: Yeah, not to witness. Yep. But to be a
1: witness. It's not something life. we do. It's who we are. That's and, good. And there's evangelism in that. But you may not be an evangelist, but you're 100% a witness. That's good. Everywhere you go, everything you do. And you know what? In doing that, you're going to reach people that evangelists are not going to reach.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. And
1: how do you reach them? You compel them.
0: Yeah. You, there's people in jobs, businesses, mm-hmm. places of work or whatever they do that me and you will never go to. Yep. And that their, their opportunity to be a witness there will never be our opportunity. Sure. Talk, I wanted to ask you something. Um, I'm putting you on the spot, but I've intended to do this cause I, I like just, <laughs> yeah, we didn't out. have any pre dialogue uh, here, but what do you think is going on in today's world and today's society that are, is stopping people from being, a witness in their world what do you think some of the stuff that's going on what do you what's your opinion there
1: sure i think well people you know it's it's almost just like church attendance people are busy people think well i don't have a lot of free time you know yeah when you when you hear the the term like where he talks about in the parable to go into the highways and byways people think well i can't do that i right. don't have time to do that yeah i'm i'm, I'm busy i have kids I yeah You said Sunday,
0: like people like they've got, they've got family and they're legitimate things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not like they're faking it. No, they're legitimate. Like this guy probably actually had some property. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it was a lack of
1: priorities though. Yeah, there's that. Absolutely. But, you know, and, and you, we do have to prioritize our our life, but you know, life is busy and there's a million things competing for our time as families and as the church these days, but that being said, that doesn't have to stop us from doing what we're commanded. That's good. Which is being a witness. Yeah. you you, be, you can be a witness right where you're at. Right, wherever it may be. If it, like you said, your workplace. Maybe you're in school. Maybe you're a student. You can be a witness there. Yeah, and, and being a witness is just people observing how you live.
0: Yeah. One thing we were talking about yesterday is is exactly that. It's not even so much even the words you say yet. It's it's going to take saying something. Right. You're going to have to bring up something at some point. But your witness of who you are is how you live like that's your lifestyle like I've uh, Angie sitting here with us in the room and I'm getting to know the Thomases and what a great family they are and you could look at their lifestyle you don't even they don't even have to say a word to you you look at their lifestyle their attitudes their church attendance their family and that is a witness to other people on the blessing of God on their life and they don't have to say a word about it You know, so if you're going into work grumpy, Mm -hmm. if you're going into life, talk poor mouth and everything. And well, that's a reflection of that's that is your witness. Sure. That's who you become. Yeah. You know, so the blessing of God has to be in your life continually. Yep. And you become that representation to other people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's how you carry yourself. I mean, nobody's perfect. We're we're not perfect. You're not always going to have great days. You know, You, you may have a bad day, but what? What I find is if you're quick to make things right yeah if you're quick to go you know stand up and, and say you know what I missed it there that's good people are gonna recognize that and go yeah. there's something about that that's, that's good different
0: now I want to go I don't want to go off subject but I want to talk about something because I many a lot of people don't hear from Eric a lot he's behind the scenes <laughs> he, he makes things run I mean the everything that we see set up here he's he's great at what oh. he does and I intended to do a lot of stuff because I like getting stuff raw out in front of <laughs> But he, he he has a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, and he's been in a lot of places that a lot of people don't know. His lineage goes deep. He's been a lot of evangelists, pastors, well-known people. I mean, if you name an evangelist or a preacher that's been in a national platform, he's been with them before. But what, what I love about you, Eric, is that you are very practical about your Christianity and your spiritualism. Mm-hmm. So many people are just to be frank, weird about Mm. spiritual stuff. Sure. You're very real about it. Yeah. You put it into a practical sense. So you talked about a few on Sunday, and I want to go to that reference that you brought up about. uh, It's like picking an orange and leaving it on the ground. Yeah. What are some practical things people can do? in a practical sense to be a witness in their in their church or, or yeah. in their community and in their world.
1: Yeah, well, I think there is, you know, um, a practicalness to it in that, you know, you don't have to worry about so much past that being a witness. I mean, again, I go back to this parable because Jesus makes it very simple. What do we have to do? We have to go, which... We're already going somewhere, so yeah. you're there, all right? But you're always you, on the yeah, go. you're so. always on the go. So you have to compel then. So how do we compel? What, what do we compel people to? Simply to get them into the house. Yeah. You know, it's not our job to worry about their salvation that's from good. there. That's good. Um, you know, so many times we we think, man, I don't know. That's just a daunting task. Well, the Bible clearly tells us that Jesus came to seek and to save. Mm-hmm. I believe we pay, play a part in that seeking, but it's not our job to save. That's that, good. That, that's his department. Wow. If we can just get them in the house, yeah, then I believe that's where the Holy Spirit will take it from Man, there. That's good revelation. And he'll he'll move and that's where the salvation, that's where the harvest comes. Yeah. So so many times though when people think of witnessing, you know, whether it's I call it drive by witnessing or, or gonzo witnessing. That's a terrible term. But <laughs> where it? it's just like you just go and, and you you give somebody a track or you pray with them and then you leave. And that's where I, I, yeah, that's where I, 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 uh, it's like gonzo journalism, but gonzo witnessing is where, where you just take, uh, you know, you take and you pick fruit and you know, we all know what fruit is and you pick it and you harvest that fruit. And then if you just leave it on the ground, it's 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 going to rot. Yeah. But no, we need to be getting people into the house where they can be matured. They can be discipled. We have the great commission. Yeah. I've
0: never heard it said that way. Jesus said he came to seek and save that which is lost, mm-hmm. but he never told us to save anything. No, sure. He yeah. wants us to participate in the seeking. Yep. Absolutely. He needs us to get them here yep. so that he can do the saving. But we, he never asked us to do that. No, I mean, that's strong. It, it
1: takes a big burden off yeah. really when you think about that's it. That's so good. You're not, you're not responsible for that part. Right. We're responsible for the going, the compelling and the filling his house. Wow. And if we can do that, we're, 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 we're on the track. Is anybody
0: exempt from that?
1: If you're a Christian, you're not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're a believer and, and, and you're a Christian, then you're, are a witness Yeah. and, and you have a part to play in that. But again, it doesn't, and when it's practical, it doesn't have to be complicated, right? Just live your life and be an example, a witness and, and do your part in that. And it, it doesn't have to be stressful.
0: That's good. You know, that's good and strong, man. And so let's, let's keep going on that about, um, you know, we had a scripture we want to reference, but about the community of church. Sure, you know, the value of church. Me and you both—we're yeah. we're products of the local church. I am. And what what are some things that we can compel people with to bring them into the church? why would someone want to come to the local church? What is so relevant about it? Well, what does it do?
1: Well, I think as a local church, you know, there's a lot of things we're not going to compete with the world, and you're just not. It, when it terms of marketing and whatever, you know, I come from a production background, so right. I look at it like that. But as a church, and when we gather together, there's things that the world is never going to compete with us with. Right. You know, the the Bible says when two or three are gathering, he's in their midst. It's that presence that if we get people into, there's no substitute for that. That's good. So there's that element of it, but also there's community that happens in God's house, in the local church, that can't be substituted anywhere. You know, I call it like a divine community, and, and we see it referenced in the Bible in many places, but... People will look at that and say, "I want what that is." There's relationships there. There's community there. Yeah. There's you know, it's the modern day new church. You know, they came together, they broke bread together, they yeah. did life together. Yeah. And and in that, people will look and go, "There's something different there." Yeah. I, I need to have something like that. You know, I think it was a scripture in John that I referenced um, Sunday when we look at this, and uh, you yeah, may it was- have it pulled up there. Let me see. I've got
0: it somewhere here. I think it was in
1: John. Yeah, John 17, John 17, 20 and 21. And uh, this is Jesus speaking to his father. He said, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, father, are in me and as I in you, that they also may be one in us. So there's that divine community we see that he's talking about, that we as a church would be one, but now he gives us the why. And this is big. He says, why, that the world may believe that you sent me. That's so good. So when people see that community happening in the local church with us and God as a divine community, they're going to look at that and go, man, something's real there.
0: Yeah. No. But, and you said on Sunday, you made a comment I thought was really profound. You said... There's things that happen in the church that cannot happen at home. Yeah, or in the oh, family. absolutely, yeah, you know, not in a negative yeah, way. Yeah, no,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, I thought you were talking about another comment. Uh, I, but bring <laughs>
0: that one up too, because I want to hear whatever one you're. But no, but about.
1: corporate worship. There's nothing like it. You can't duplicate that can't. anywhere. There's
0: miracles. There's yeah. there's a corporate anointing that yep. you don't. It's not that you, you you can't get it at home sure it's you just won't get it at home because it's not there
1: that that presence that comes when god is in our midst when we gather in his name in his house there's nothing like it yeah and uh you know the, the the comment that i made sunday was you know i've i've been in church my whole life as well as you and you know, I've seen a lot of weird things in my day of church. But when the <laughs> Probably pres- why you're so normal. <laughs> but, but when the presence of God is in it and there's something that's happening, it's never weird. Yes. And even when we compel outsiders to come in and they see that, in all my experience, it's it's never been a negative.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I think I, the Christians are the only ones that think it's Yeah, negative. you
1: know, I, I'm thinking like, oh man, what's gonna happen? You know, <laughs> what are they gonna think of this? But then whenever you, you know, go out to lunch afterwards, you talk to them, it's always very like, wow, I may not have understood that, Yeah. but there was something in that that was real. you said too,
0: you're like, man, people would come up to me when you were, you were pastoring for Mm -hmm. several years, you said people would come up to you and be like, man, what you said, this particular thing that you said just really spoke directly to me. And you're like, I never, not to them, but you're 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 like, I never said that. And that, that happens in the church setting. Yeah. That things that you you are preaching one particular thing, but the Holy Spirit's dealing with that person directly. Absolutely, that kind of anointing and yep. that kind of help doesn't happen when you're sitting at home on yeah. your couch.
1: Again, that's why the he wants the house to be full because if people are in that presence and the Holy Spirit can work on them, you and I can both take away different things from the same message. It's good because the Holy Spirit is moving and working and and driving and directing through the the word that's being given. And, and it's, it's unique. It's a personalized, unique experience for everyone. And that can only happen in God's house. hundred percent. Yeah.
0: hundred percent. You know, I think, um, one of the best things about, uh, being a part of a community like this is that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people, I think, People see guys like us, we're sitting behind a microphone or mm-hmm. we're up on a platform and they think, Well, if I'm not like that, I can't do it. Mm. If I don't have that type of personality, if I'm not that outgoing, quote unquote. But it goes back to what we had said in the beginning. It's you know, first of all, two two big things is not allowing excuses to get in the way. Sure. Right? You 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 surrender your life to God and you become a vessel of his yeah. and allow him to use you and you commit to the things that he tells you to commit to but then you just like you said you, you become a witness in your lifestyle and you don't have to be this outrageously outgoing person you just have to communicate to people and 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 sometimes all it takes is just saying hey uh would you come yeah you know yeah. is do you have any what what do you say to people that that are nervous to do any type of you know, witnessing like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's always opportunities. And and again, I think part of that is the more you do it, you'll be led by the Holy Spirit. That's good. Of when to to say something, when not to say something. But oftentimes it's just being friendly. Yeah. Being, you know, being friendly. And you know, what's interesting about being a witness, the most opportunities I've ever had, I think, is I've never come across anybody that would turn down prayer that's good we always come across people that are going through
0: something it's like free money
1: yeah it, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> it's kind of like I, I one time I was in a Thai restaurant and there was we knew the, the 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 waitress there and stuff and she was obviously going through something she was going through marital issues or something because her husband and her both ran the restaurant obviously a Buddhist but we said can we pray for you a hundred percent. Like right there in the restaurant. They'll they'll take prayer no matter what. Yeah,
0: you know? Even worshiping another God. Yeah,
1: exactly. So you can always pray for somebody that's so good. And, offer
0: it. and it's just a simple prayer. Yeah. You know, that, that And it's not about bum rushing, especially if you work with them every day. Sure. Like if yeah. you you're sitting next to someone in yep. a cubicle or they're in yeah. your environment every day, you don't gotta bum rush them yep. and make it an now you've kind of ruined your yeah. you being a witness sure. to that person. But a hundred percent I think a prayer with somebody. I said on my podcast the other day. I said sometimes if you don't know what to say, that's the beauty of it. it takes the pressure off when you don't have to know what to say. Yep, you can just invite them and yeah, bring them in. Exactly. Tell, hey, I just want to tell you, God loves you. Yep. And I've got a place that we shine that. Yeah. And we tell more, talk more about that. I'd love to, for you to come. Here's an invitation. Absolutely. To just come. Yeah. And then let put the pressure on the pastor. Put the pressure yeah. on, you know, I'm being funny about that, but put put the pressure on God. Absolutely. And allow him to use who he's put in those places to do that yep. ministry.
1: Absolutely. And the Holy Spirit will work on that. Yeah. The whole time. And, you know, like you said, I think you said we, we weren't meant to do life alone. Yeah. People are looking for community 100%. in some fashion. 100%. So oftentimes it's just, hey, you know, we've got something at church for the kids we got vbs we've got you know this event coming up we've got youth kicking off we've got yeah just invite it's, yeah it's, it's all you you know there's a lot you have to of do. stuff
0: going on in the in the church and i i talk to people from the church all the time like oh you know my family needs this my son needs this my daughter needs this bring this is a place to bring people to for safety the yeah. local church is not some I don't want to be rude and I'm not trying to be controversial, but it's not some community organization. Absolutely. It's it's significantly different. We're not, we're not picking up trash on the beach. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, and I'm not against any of that. Sure. I'm not trying to say I'm against that, but people and and people at your work or people in your world, whoever's around you need to know that the local church is not some government program that Mm -hmm. we're just offering to the community to be a good service. Is it a good service? Yeah, do we have good services? Yeah, we have a lot of them. Yeah. But the the purpose of the local church is to get under a corporate anointing and experience what can't happen anywhere else. Yep. It doesn't happen anywhere else. That's what God established here for us to do. Yep. So I think that's great. Do you have anything else you want to add to that cuz that man, I'm I'm feeling I want to go out and minister <laughs> to people right now, just meet people.
1: I mean, no, I think I think it's just really like when we talk about the local church and the biggest thing for me is You know, you mentioned people are all going through something. They have problems with their kids or whatever it may be. If you don't have the answer for that, it's in God's house. That's good. Get them in the house because in God's house, in that presence, when we gather in his name, things can't stay the same. That's good. They change. I'm a product of that. I I can tell you that wholeheartedly. Share that
0: testimony you did on Sunday. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm just a believer in if if you get people in the house, whatever they're going through, you know, there was definitely a time in my life where I was looking for direction and I could have gone either way. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't always living for God. I was. But you were saved. I was saved at the time, but I was like debating on what what direction I was so it's, going. It's not
0: just lost people were talking. No,
1: absolutely. You know, so. But I can take you to that very place in God's house in a prayer meeting. It wasn't even like a big worship moment or anything. It was in a prayer meeting. Quietly, that the presence of God came. Didn't you say it was a Sunday night? It was a Sunday night. It wasn't yeah, service, Sunday which, morning? thank God we don't have Sunday nights. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
0: but,
1: but Sunday, Sunday, Sunday mornings are where it's at. Yeah, but, but we still had Sunday nights. That was way
0: back. And but think it, about, think about yep. if you had, if you had the excuse. Yeah, you had the new boat. You had the new land that you needed to go. Your wife and you were having. And I wasn't issues, there, and yeah. you weren't there that night. Yep. I would have would, missed out on what God had for me. Where would you be in life right yeah. now? Yep. I, I want. I don't want to speculate, but think sure. It, rhetorically, oh no, absolutely. Where would you? Where would Eric be had he not been in that one service? Yep. You and, know,
1: and it's in that presence that things change So good, man. You know? I feel the anointing on that. Yeah, I mean, and that's,
0: so, it's one service. It's all so,
1: takes. Yep. And so, so what, you know, if you've got kids that have problems or whatever, and we all go through that. Get them in the house, because that's where things change. That's so good. That's where the Holy Spirit is allowed to work on us, to to reshape us, remold. I pray that every Sunday. I say, God... Let things change and start in me. I, I don't think we should ever leave God's house without something, yeah.
0: being changed. I in don't us. think I, I, I don't think it's possible. to yeah, exactly. Even if we don't like recollect it in our mind, yep. things are happening inside working on that, us. Are, yep. that God's working for the better. He of said it.
1: we're changed from glory to glory. That's so good. It, it goes every every day, and that's, that, so and that's part of being in God's house.
0: You know, and to to bring it full circle back around. You know, I'm a I'm an advocate. I'm a soapbox preacher about being in the local church and putting your hand to the plow in the local church. I'll never get off that soapbox. But we started with the scripture in in Luke, talking about uh, the the minister or the the master who had his servant go out and compel people to come, Mm -hmm. and there was no excuse. You know, they they made a bunch of excuses, and I heard Doctor Barclay say this in one of his messages. He said. All of them made excuse, but none of the excuses were accepted. They weren't excused. Yeah. They just chose not to come. But think about, I don't want to dwell on that, but there are so many reasons why you can't come. There's, there were reasons today I could have not made it to the podcast. There's sure. things that come up every single day of our life that can prevent us and all it takes. And the devil knows that. The devil's not dumb. And I don't want to bring any glory to him, but the devil's not dumb. He knows all it takes is one encounter at a church service on a Sunday morning, on a Wednesday night. He knows that's all it's going to take to dynamically change things in your life. And if he can give you the simplest of excuses to just not make that one service, mm-hmm. you could have missed your yeah. Eric moment, for lack of a better term. You could miss your Eric moment in a service where God deals with something that you've been really needing to deal with and get you on the right path of your life. I mean, I don't know how, how a better way that, that you could find better answers for your life than being in the local. church. Absolutely. Yeah. powerful.
1: It's where it's at. I, I say it all the time. And you know, the local church is the hope of the world. Yeah. Amen. And, and people say, well, what about Jesus? Well, it's his house? It's his, it's his that's church. where he is. Absolutely. It's, I
0: think about the yeah. olden times, I don't want to get too deep on this, but they couldn't even go into the presence of God without a, some dude dressed in like the perfect dress, animals being bloodied all yeah. over the place. And I mean, it was a mess just to get in the presence of God. And he's saying, here we are, the veils open Mm -hmm. the church is available to us every single Sunday no animals have to be killed even though you probably want to kill your animals on a Sunday morning (laughs) trying to get out of the house no animals have to be (laughs) killed no uh, you know there's no bells that have to be wore or certain dress that you have to wear you could just freely come and the devil has made it so easy for us to just say no to it because it's so easy to say yes to it so we've got to make a decision you and me as as Christians especially because that's we know that's mostly who's watching these shows and these podcasts is we have to compel people to get in the presence of God, whether they're backslidden, whether they're not saved, we have to do our part to compel people and allow God to use you in whatever capacity it is. I feel that strong now is there's people out there that are just, I wouldn't say ashamed, but not bold. Yeah. You know, don't be ashamed of what God, and and Eric said this Sunday too, and we'll close with this, use your testimony. Yeah. Think about how powerful that is of what Eric went through is man I'm in I'm say I know I love Jesus it's not about do I love God do I not love God but what direction am I going with my life all it takes is one word from God and use your testimony Mm -hmm. to help someone get there and if you can't remember yours or you don't think yours is good Use Eric's testimony. Use someone. There's testimonies you can use, but your testimony is powerful. Yeah. God's saving you. What has God done in your
1: life? It's that simple. That's your story. That's good. Can can you look back and say, what has God brought you from to where you are now? Maybe it's not very big, but there's something there. That's good. And for some of us, it's huge. You know, we've been saved a long time. You rack your brain hard enough.
0: Absolutely. Like I, I was thinking the other day, and we'll close. I'm not trying to rattle on long. But the, I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know, God's never done anything miraculous for me in the in the health realm. And then immediately, like, like it's only the Holy Ghost that could do that. Like three or four instances came up. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Lord, I, I apologize. <laughs> you did do that for me. Yeah. Miraculous things that happen. So if you just take some time and you say, Lord, I, I want to be a good witness for you. That's what we're called to be. I want to have a good witness to other people. So what can you bring to my recall? What have you done in my life? What bring to me? Because I want to bring glory to you. Trust me, those things will come in. You'll be like, oh, yeah, he did this for me. Oh, yeah, he did this for me. Because God's always showing himself. Yep. He always shows himself strong at the end of the day. So be a good witness to people. Anything else we want to No, I
1: think that's great, man. Yeah, this, I think has this has been fun. Yeah. I,
0: I've enjoyed it. I, I, you know me because of how well this went. Yeah. Cause this was awesome. He's going to have us do this again <laughs> oh, for Lord, sure. So, right. <laughs> well, I, I hope this blessed you today. Now, let me see if we have any questions. I don't think we got any. But let me just scroll through to make sure we don't have any questions. But it's good to see you guys this morning. Thank you, everybody that's joined and that are on. Absolutely. I don't see any questions or anything, but yes, amen. I see a lot of comments, good stuff. Thank you guys for watching and be with us this morning. Let me send you off with a prayer and a blessing. And let me say this. If you're struggling with stuff in life, and you know it, whether it be your own personal life, and you need uh, God to step in for your own life, this is a great opportunity for God to show himself for you. And think of it this way. If you are in the midst of something, whether it's financial, uh, mental, in your health, think about that God never has failed. He never will fail. And he has always come through for people. And this, what you're going through now, will become a testimony Amen. for your future that you can compel other people to come into the kingdom of God. Yeah, That God will never lose an opportunity to win a soul or to help someone else. So let me pray for you now. Lord, we ask in Jesus' Lord. name, every person listening, every person watching, whether they're driving, whatever's going on, Lord, we ask right now that you'd touch them right where they're at, yes. that you'd help them, Thanks. whether it be healing, whether it be financial, whether it be mental. Whatever part of their life, whether they're they're oppressed, whether they've got depression, whether there's health issues they need strength or or need recovery from, Lord, we ask right now that you touch them right where they're at. We thank you for healing, life, peace in Jesus' mighty name, that we can be a good witness to the people that we are around every single day. Lord, help us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I love you so much. Thanks for watching. Pastor sends his love. I know he he made a point to both of us to tell you that he loves you, misses all of you. And you know he, I'm sure he's gearing to get back. He's excited to get back. He, his, I think his family pushes him to go away to get some time off. But he's ready to get back, and he misses you all and loves you. Um, we're just sharing you that with him, uh, sharing that with you on his behalf. But hey, look, have a great day today. We love you so much. Be blessed. Share this again. Like I said, hit the like button. Share it with people, and we'll see you next week on the next broadcast. Or Pastor Will. We love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.